the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Millburgers Gardening South Texas is sponsored by Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867 or toll free at 866. 866- 308-8867. And now, live from Milberger's Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And welcome to Milberger's Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, Milton Glick, along with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. We're live here at Milberger's at 1604 and Bulverde Road. It's another beautiful day. It's not uh, as warm. I don't think as it was yesterday, so it's nice today. It is cool. And and um, the flag is uh, is waving just a little bit. That's my uh, indication. Um, and, uh, yeah, so we want you to uh, call in and be a part of the show at 210-308-8867. Or come by, Millburgers. Did you want to say anything before you leave? Grab a mic. and. Well, yeah. um, it was a privilege and honor to sit in the, your vaulted position yesterday. <laughs> Did you know you were vaulted? Yeah, it was a vaulted. Exalted. I'm Exal- sorry, exalted. I like vaulted. Did you have to fool with your mic like he does mine? No, no, no. I didn't have to. Yesterday, um. <laughs> I, I was very conscious of this. Yeah. Uh, and I was like... Right in front of me, going. I know. Do, I do it. Do it. You no, do think, no that, you're fine. That's no. Mil- that's Milton's favorite thing to do. So well, because it has such a nice taken that away well, from you. It has a nice warm other effect. hand. Yes, he had it so the volume on the ear on the arm oh yeah was so high that I nearly jumped out, <laughs> but it, it wasn't me. Tra- put on the earphones. Yeah, Trace also went whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I think so, everybody's volume is okay today. Okay. I just want to say that. Yeah. that it was very loud. No, and he kept screaming, turn it down. And I kept saying, I can't hear you. It never twisted Mark's uh, uh, microphone. Oh, microphone? I got to turn you? No, I got to turn you up. You were talking to that lady. I turned right. it down. No, I did not. Yes, no. yeah, I, I noticed that. So, so yeah. No, we, so, it was a pleasure, sir. Thank well, you. Thank you. Thank, thank you for, for allowing me to me do out. that. Um, well, it turns out. Did yeah. you tell Jerry about your phone? That's why I when I'm when I left oh, my. Oh, so mess. he was trying to track me down yesterday, and he's on the on the uh, on, on my computer mm-hmm. and on my phone and everything. And then he left another note for today. Well, it just so happened that I picked up the phone because he was calling at that time, uh-huh. and I didn't see it today. <laughs> yeah, the Actually, I don't not... have my voicemail set up. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> How convenient. I saw you buying some stuff. What would y'all get? I uh, got a, a house plant, okay. um, a Dracaena. I'm uh, looking for that. What is and, a Dracaena? Uh, a dragon tree. It is, uh, I think, from Madagascar or somewhere. Uh, Gosh, that Africa. sounds more a dragon tree. It, it sounds yeah. more exciting than yeah. a Dracaena. Uh, so... Um, 
A very nice house plant. Okay. And then I got some soil earlier today, this morning. Oh, good. Here. Um, okay. Right what are you in line, right at 9 o'clock. Yeah, it's it's kind of calm and quiet here at 9 yeah. o'clock, isn't it? When, it is. Did you see all the butterflies that Trace talks about? No. Okay. <laughs> no. Well, that's maybe maybe, no, that's maybe only Trace sees the butterflies. One thing about yeah, butterflies, they're not, a, not early morning. Usually. Oh, they're not? Okay. They do, they're, they're, they need to get warmed up. Yeah. I like to use the sun. Right. Oh, okay. 10, 30, 11 o'clock, and then until... Yeah. Until into the afternoon, they get pretty strong. I laid it right for you. I laid everything out All right, right you for did you. Good. Oh, right. okay. well, 210-308-8867. Oh, do your thing about two October fifteenth. I'm, I'm. I was just about to do that. Okay. Uh, so everyone who uh, wasn't listening yesterday. Uh, Shame on you. They should be listening <laughs> all the time. But anyway, uh, I made it uh, uh, announce that uh, the deadline for the Saws coupons, Water Saver Landscape and Patio Scape coupons, is October 15th. So that is the application deadline. You can still purchase your plants and stone until November 15th. When mm-hmm. the redemption for 2021 ends, so uh, go online, and that's www.gardenstylesanantonio.com. And what else can I do while I'm there? Oh God! Oh, you can sign up for the newsletter. Really? Yes, it just pops up and it just reminds wow. you. Oh, does it? Is it a little? Uh, uh, little yeah, it's it's little, quite often. Uh, we didn't mention it yesterday, but there's an, there's a number of. Uh, uh, supportive programs in terms of technology on the on that website. Too. We we have all kinds of new technology. Um, we have uh, flow sensor devices which assist you to uh, determine leaks in the house. Oh, that's kind of cool. On. And it's it is down to like a, a tenth of a gallon. Wow. Um, uh, my, or even less. My irrigation contractor where we were. We got, you know, about 50 years old, my yard and the irrigation system. So every once in a while, one starts out of this strange place. Mm-hmm. And he was, he says, you know that this is, this counts as uh, when we re- revise this, this old one, we're... Yeah. And disconnected it all, all through this area. Of course, I don't want to water the lawn anymore, but... Uh, uh, so he that just reminded me of, yeah. of all the different technologies that are listed yeah, there. And, and then uh, for some customers um, who are eligible, we have what's called a smart controller. Mm-hmm. And that is a controller uh, with a flow sensor combined. And it actually works on your phone or device. And it tells you when you should water. Oh, now, really? But it, but right now we're in drought stage watering rule. Oh, so you so can only water. We have to limit it to that. But when, when we're out, it will it will make the best decision based on different algorithms and input from the nearest weather station that oh, that's works pretty with cool. that firm. And it tells you exactly when to water and how much. Okay, that's neat. And are those? At a cost, or if you're a Saws customer, they are, you'll get a rebate uh, on that. Okay. Um, but it's all, everything on there is... You review uh, the technology, yeah, and yeah. then if it's appropriate for you, you take advantage of it. And oh, you, okay. You get, get whatever support they provided. Right. So all this information, again, is at GardenStyleSanAntonio.com. Okay. 
So and, thanks for a reminder. Was... And where do I get my uh, my um, water barrel uh, netting fixed? <laughs> I remember the water barrel from years ago. How long ago was that? Oh, I looked it up. It was uh, 2017, I think. Really? 2016. So let's see. It's, oh my goodness, that's been five years. Yeah. Okay. Half a decade. Yeah. Uh, yeah. My my uh, my netting. Uh, this, this one car comes racing up. And <laughs> I got a big orange flag going. Hey, slow down there, buckwheat. Yeah. And it turned out to be. I was in a hurry. <laughs> it was Milton and your lovely wife. Yeah, we were having fun. Yeah. We waited on, on 281, well, yeah. just wait and listen to the radio. And, and you, you know, it's kind of a sensitive topic because we, for years we had more and more traffic, and we were stopping the traffic on the highway oh. and everything. And then the worst part was we ended up with some accidents. Oh, dear. So that got everybody a little... Little leery yeah, of uh, and that, that traffic. You remember that morning? It was very uh, foggy too. So I was, I was. Uh, well, the the weird very thing, nervous, very nervous. The weird thing was that um, my experience was you waited and waited and waited, and once you got to at the actual saws where saws had control, yeah. it like flew by. It was like zip 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 zip, zip go and yeah, we yeah. Uh, we designed it took like, we, like we maybe it a minute Disney, and a half Disneyland. Designing yeah. is how we do that. The, the key was getting there, but yeah, that was fun. Okay, so um, so that was a long time you, ago. Yes, uh, if you find out where I can... that, thanks, Milton, for bringing that up. Now I got PTSD again. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> do, you, do you have barrel PTSD? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, if you if you ever remember, because you've mentioned it on the show where you get the little netting and stuff, so you don't get the mosquitoes. But I don't remember. What the brand was or anything? I guess uh, the brand is on the barrel. Yeah, the brand is on the barrel. Now, now, now I don't have any memory on that. Okay. It's on the tip of my tongue. But that's um, okay. You just call them up and they'll send it in the little package in the mail, and you're good to go again. All right, cool. It is. It is very cool. All right. That's why we selected that particular company. They're out of North uh, North Carolina. Yeah. It's American made for the American man. Our barrels are American made. Okay, sorry. All right, 210. Thank you, Mark. Anything yeah, else you're you very welcome. Thank you. Yes, sir. Are our whiskey, are our half whiskey barrels American made? Are they, um, they are American also say, made. Yeah. They're American made. Some yeah. are American, some are French. But oh. It's white oak. Oh, okay. Uh, it has to be white oak. That uh, is liquid tight. Unless you use my $14. Uh, yeah. Would you stop barrel. talking about that? Everybody gets them. <laughs> Everybody's coming in to get them. Yeah. 14 for the barrel size. And I saw them, too. I thought, wow, did we get that much rain? And then I remembered that they're soaking the barrels in water out there. Oh, the wooden barrels. The wooden barrels, yeah. The, yeah. Yeah, because that, that that's an issue. with the they get, Are they getting to expand or are they getting them to contract? No, if the water's in there, they, they seal. Oh, okay. And if you let them dry out, okay. the, the, the wood gets pulled apart. Okie dokie. They don't last as long. Well, 210-308-8867 is our number. 210-308-8867. Toll free. As free as the wind blows. Uh, settled Jerry, down. Uh, Jerry, I, we I'm have high a, on tea, tea, a, iced tea. A listener that uh, said that the plumbagos were not, they were done well for five years, but now they were uh, drying out, turning brown, 
And the only thing I could think of was water. Yeah. And they, but it's rare for them, even on water. How old were the pl- was the planting? Five years. That was the key. Okay. I thought if it was a if it was a, re- a new fa- planting this year, then then you you could have the, yeah, the yeah. water situation. But if they've been there five years. They uh, they have uh, probably have a root root system and everything. Yeah, but that's it. this could have been the case. We did, I didn't have a lot of time to get a lot of information. This could yeah. have been one of those cases I, where I didn't get all the information. I have been amazed at my uh, plumbago, which is uh, thirty years old, hmm. probably or more, uh, down the hill. It's never been watered, and I cut it back every year to the ground except for this year yeah and this year i see it out of my back uh over my back patio and that thing still blooming up a storm oh yeah i can't i think that's the general situation out there even with this uh hot weather we've had they've all looked good uh I was with everything in my neighborhood is that same situation. <laughs> Don't see anything that is not blooming. Uh-uh. And uh, I always think, you know, I always expect perennial uh, plants to go have bloom cycles. In other words, a big bloom and then uh, no uh, fewer blooms. Let's remind everybody, as long as we're talking about that, too, is the... Uh, we've talked about the perennials. There's some of the perennials that you really you need to uh, to thin out or divide. Divide is a better word for them. That if you want them to survive in the long term, uh, even the, some of the flocks and of course uh, the uh, oh German carnations. Oh and, yeah, if you, know, you got German red carnations, that's the old heirloom uh, carnation it's red if you go up near New Braunfels oh yeah in your country in and fact, uh, well, <laughs> in fact we renamed it uh, German German Shasta Daisies is another one that really yeah. needs to be uh, divided so if you got if you do have uh, perennials that have been in the ground uh Three or four years, five years. You need. You probably need. Uh, they're probably could be in a state of decline. You probably need to uh, divide them. Just divide that root system and uh, and include some top with them, and they can, they'll expand. It's just amazing how much they respond. Yeah. And then uh, they'll have another cycle of uh, four or five years where they really do well. Oh yeah. We uh, interesting that about that carnation you mentioned. You never see them available for sale, or haven't seen them. Not for a long time. Not for a long time. And uh, <laughs> they also come in pink, but the red one is the most popular one. And uh, we, when Greg uh, Grant was at uh, uh, Lone Star Growers, uh, we talked them into. Producing plants, transplant, or gallon container, and uh, we couldn't figure out why they never would sell them. Never would sell. Well, to this day and time, uh, people are wanting everything in bloom. Well, 
come to find out, those things get uh, fairly tall. I'm talking about uh, 12 to 14 inches, maybe a little more than that, which made it uh, difficult to ship. So, so cut it off. So when the plants got larger, uh, they would shear them. Well, we should we should bring them all through Melburgers because uh, Trace doesn't like to shear any of those. Oh, uh, uh-huh. but he what is oh, our Petunia said he yeah uh, the, the Laura Bush yeah shears once they get so large. <laughs> and we're waiting to get an email from someone with a picture, so I might be looking at my phone a lot. Oh, okay. Speak of the devil. <laughs> hey there, Trace. What's going on? Hello, gentlemen. Hello, Trace. <laughs> I, I'm giggling as I'm walking up here because one of the employees was walking by the Halloween display and almost jumped out of their skin. Uh. Oh, no. Did something <laughs> jump out at them? One of the ghosts start moving. That, oh, that wasn't there yesterday, so ah. today is moving around. Yeah, if, you, if you're not concentrating, you're thinking about something else, and you just catch that on the side of your... I th- I've gotten that little. Uh, I, I was just waiting jump. for Milton to get that uh, that mummy that's cocooned over there. No, I haven't. No, oh, does it do something too? No, <laughs> no. Uh huh. Yeah. Is it your name? No, 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 no. No, you were the only one that was honored with the toe tag. Yes. <laughs> you, you. Well, what's going and then on? Then I, I took me the longest time to re- realize yeah. it was there. Well, we are Pumpkin Central. Yeah, and they are flying out the door. It's surprising. We've got, uh, we got about seven or eight more bins to put out today because there'll, there'll be that kind of room that fast. And then I'm just waiting on my next truck. <laughs> How did the faxing go today? Uh, I didn't. Oh, what? I, uh, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> what was yeah, it? The faxing. So I can't, say oh. what, I can't say what vegetables and stuff we're okay. going to get till tomorrow, which doesn't help the show today. Yeah, that's... Uh Let's well, there's plenty at, of stuff to talk about here today, yeah, though. I'm looking at cabbage, I think. Still flat. I don't see any broccoli. I think they uh, got all the broccoli yeah. yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. And the kale, I think, is gone, too. Uh-oh. They're over there in the strawberries. There's cauliflower. They need to be. That kale is so popular. This is this is weather. That's good weather. <laughs> This is good weather for... Uh, oh, this is good weather for anything. This for is beautiful. And, uh, and planting strawberries, too. And uh, I think we've got a good uh, good article on uh, plantanswers.com on strawberries. But it's probably in September, in the September uh, archives. But uh, now's a great time to plant them and... Uh, it's the right time. Yeah. Well, that's right. Everybody always wants to plant them in March, but this this is the right time. Yeah, <clears throat> because it's a different system. Yeah, I wonder why. I mean, for 200 years they've been planting them in, in up north. In oh, March. yeah. Mm. Let's see, I don't know where that north starts. I don't know if it's... I, I think Tennessee Dallas. or... Well... A lot of times they can't get strawberries. Uh, well, most of, most of the time I wouldn't have them right now either. <laughs> yeah. For years, uh, people would order them out of the catalogs and out of the uh, ads that were in the new, uh, funny funny paper. And uh, <clears throat> We would get them in the Minnesota. We would get them in the mail. Yeah. And then right. Iowa they did too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's a, that's the way it was done, but here, uh, 
the industry took a, uh, took a lead from uh, the uh, commercial uh, strawberry growers and down around Poteet for the you know, for the Poteet Strawberry Festival and uh, plant them in September, which is when we got. Uh, they use dormant plants, and we, uh, the growers around here, I mean the commercial, uh, bedding growers, uh, order dormant plants just like the commercial people do. Now, I don't know if you, what you guys think, but uh, those selections, uh, the varieties that have been available the last three years, much easier to grow hmm. for me. Than, oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm, the ones hey. I got from last year. Uh, are still responding. Oh wow! You're not supposed to keep them to this year. Well, that's what they say. That's what those horticulturists <laughs> say. You know, they... uh, also, well, you know who to credit with that? Uh, uh, David, uh, David Rodriguez, and uh, Dr. Larry Stein have done extensive. Uh, strawberry it, it, testing. It also makes it easier to, to uh, follow your gut feeling and not pull the uh, the, the side shoots uh, and the blooms off of there because they they perform so well. You get a you get David a nice wouldn't crop. take a bloom off. Huh? <laughs> David, David wouldn't do that. <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah, they're uh, they're available and varieties. That I've never heard of. Uh, there were standard varieties. Uh, down in Poteet, I used to judge that. Uh, Larry, Dr. Stein, and I used to judge the uh, strawberries in, uh, at Poteet uh, Festival. So how does that work? I know how like chickens and <laughs> things like that work. Chickens, you got to have. You have to show three, and they got to be identical. You could have one fat one and two skinny ones. Uh, no. the, fat, the fat one could be the fattest one there, but it didn't win. Yeah, because it didn't have uh, identical twins. Yep. Yeah. Oh, they did that. They put plants. They did the, well, they did the, the basic t- tomato contest thing. is that way, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you had yeah. three and they're not identical, why is that? <laughs> well, it's supposed to be uniform. You judge it on uniform. For packing and shipping. Yeah. Yep. So they want to have standardized uh, containers. So if you ah. produce too too big of a product or too small of a product, it doesn't pack well. No, I don't. They want I, we didn't describe it as motivated by packing and shipping back then. <laughs> but that didn't get to be the re- realization until mm. later in the process. Yeah. But uh, the strawberry deal, uh, they they display them in uh, pints in the smaller container. And uh, they're based on uniformity, too. Do you get to eat them? Oh, yeah. Okay. (laughs) The judges have to. Uh, Yeah. I just want to make sure that uh, they fed you well. But it was, uh, I remember the, uh, some of the, I did some of the shows on vegetables, and then even with uh, the former governor, uh, and they, also had a uh, there was a lot of pressure and Jerry and I had had the same experience when we were doing the, gar- <laughs> the gardening you know the if you didn't have these tight rules 
that the, the people were coming. Well, why don't why, why yeah. aren't you picking that one? Why aren't you picking that one? <laughs> and in fact, we when we did it first started doing it here at Millburgers. We had to yeah the tomato to kind strengthen, of people strengthen ex- the rules. Explain, <laughs> explain, <laughs> say I'm sorry, and then explain again. Uh, <laughs> hey, we need to take a quick. We break. used to pretend somebody else was uh, judging. Yeah, I don't know who that. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, and Jerry <laughs> would throw the judges under the bus yeah. quickly. Always like that. There he is. He's uh, the one going to his car right now. You go talk to him about yeah, that. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't like your plan. Like, yeah, like, like we did. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. James, I'll share your picture with the guys if you want to call in with a question on it. I will answer it after this on nine thirty a.m. The answer. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. I want to encourage you to go visit the Spider-Man uh, Pest Control website because you'll learn all about the great things that Spider-Man is doing. They've been your web of protection since 1976. Oh, good Good segue there, Matt. Oh. Web of protection. Uh-huh. And uh, if you're on the World Wide Web, see like that? Mm-hmm. Uh, you can find them at GoSpiderManPest.com. <laughs> GoSpiderManPest.com. You learn all about their pest services, the specials they have going, the Into Care Mosquito Trapping System, and all the stuff that they do. And you'll learn, uh, even see those great Google reviews and other reviews they have for Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control. And they got the good stuff, too. As Jerry, yes. Jerry likes the good stuff. Jerry likes the stuff that makes the house glow. 210-656-3721. You know, one day Warren's going to call you and go, all right, I, I, I got some stuff that's been banned in for, for years and in 17 countries. You want me to bring it over? Uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Just when I pull in the driveway, the roaches start to die. You know, I had had fleas on my dog in five or six years. That's what you say? Yeah, I know. That's uh, just just from you know, and the dog kind of looks kind of sick, but uh, he uh, doesn't have fleas. No, you take take your victories where you can get them. Two one zero six five six thirty seven twenty one. Two one zero six five six thirty seven twenty one. All right, we got James on the line at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Okay, James, I've showed the guys the picture. What you got going on there, man? And I got it ready to show again. All right. The cedar elm I planted roughly 10, 12 years ago. It's been doing great. Uh, I, I noticed the last two, three years it's been doing this type of thing this time of year. But what's got me, uh, first I thought it was maybe struck by lightning uh, when I first noticed it. But now what when I it? noticed, uh, 10 to 12 years it's been in the ground. Oh, okay. So it's a pretty large tree. Yeah, it's tall, and, and the canopy is, looks as healthy as can be. Um, no problems with the tree. It's just a spark issue, but what I've noted this year is, see all the branches coming out up and down the trunk? Yeah. It hasn't really done that. It hasn't really done that till this year. Why are the leaves so small, even on a cedar elm? Have you noticed that, James? Uh, well, it's the only one I have. I've been around them a lot in river bottoms and whatnot. Um, 
I'm assuming it's a cedar elm. <laughs> when I bought it, it was labeled a cedar elm. Yeah. There you go. What? What? Uh, when did that bark come off of that? Uh, it's been coming off really a little bit throughout the year. Yeah, it, it started like two or three years ago. Um, I, I don't know. It may have been struck no. by lightning at one time. I have no idea. Yeah, nothing, nothing uh, damaged it or you hit back no, nothing into the truck it. or something. No, 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 not at all. <laughs> the only, the only thing. Possibly, but I doubt. Is I have a lot of squirrels, but I don't think they would do that. No, they wouldn't do that much. But uh, yeah, the pro- the problem is uh, the reason those sprouts are coming out. Uh, you notice they're above the sc- they're above the the uh, sprout the sprouts are above the scar, right? Well, no, the scar goes all this this phenomena. If you scroll down, I don't know if you can. It starts at the ground. It goes all the way up. It actually extends into the branches of the of the canopy. Hmm. That that bark that uh, bark exfoliation damage? of yeah, the bark. Yeah. That might it's have like been. It's, almost, it's to, pretty much to the ground. Yeah, it's like oh, okay. the bark throughout the whole tree, but it's most prominent on the trunk. Yeah. I'm surprised that the. Tree is the top is doing so well with that bark situation the way it is. The, the canopy. Looks it could have been. I guess it could have been a partial, not the direct hit by a lightning. Yeah. But uh, it it doesn't look good uh, when they when they send out sprouts like that on a trunk. Right, uh, that's got me concerned. That's, yeah, uh, that means that. Uh, yeah, the, the top's about ready to give out. Mm. But I, I have to admit, you're, uh, James, you're, I think you're right on it. looks like uh, lightning could have done that. Yeah. Yeah. And he, so and he, wanted, he wanted Mitt backing over it with the truck, so I guess that's it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, don't, no. I, guess, I guess you're going to let it follow the course yeah, and what just you, let, let us know what happens to it. Oh, yeah. Is there I'm anything not going to cut do? it down. Yeah, oh, okay. and you know, if the, if the canopy starts going and it's going to die, I'll take it out then, but not until then. Yeah, okay, that'd be that'd be interesting to see. Yeah. Okay, no other no other theories what it could be, and I have not hit it with my truck, tractor, or anything else. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Come on, confession is good for the soul. It's, <laughs> it's hard to, based on the the, the photo you provided, it's hard to identify it. At Cedar Elm, from that point, mm. I mean, well, if somebody I could go, sold it to him. He got it in a nursery or something, and they yeah, would just label a plant. You know, things happen, but I honestly don't remember. It's been so long ago where I got this tree. Um, Do you want him to take a picture of the uh, canopy and the send it to Milton? Canopy? Yeah, if you got if you got right. the time, that'd be interesting to see that top. Okay. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go and back see, outside and take a picture of the canopy and send it to Milton. How's that? That's a, it's good. a deal. Thank you. All right, thanks, man. We'll talk to you in a minute. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Will is on the line. Hi there, Will. Uh, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Fine, thank you. <laughs> yes, sir. Hello. How can we help you? Yes, sir. We're on the air. <laughs> Excuse me, I've got um, uh, some hedge trees, uh, Bodark, and um, they're producing many hedge apples, and I want to know 
how do you plant those things? Is there, is there an accepted way to bury them or uh, leave them on the surface or what? We never planted them. We just threw them at each other. <laughs> Boy, if you hit somebody with one of those. Yeah, they, they, then you got the parents intervened. I tell, I tell you about almost killing killing one of my best friends. Yeah. Oh, wow. Throwing walnuts at them. Oh, just walnuts? Yeah, but those big uh, English walnuts. Not English. Uh, regular American yeah. walnuts. And with the green husk on them, so they're bi- they're fairly big when you're throwing them. But well, you don't want to hit your friend in the temple ah. with one. That's good advice. <laughs> but anyway, uh, I I've never heard of uh, propagating them from seed. Uh, most most people do cuttings, and uh, it's a great tree. <laughs> Because they've got some fruit, they've developed a John Pear up in uh, Kansas. I guess he's passed away by now. Uh, developed uh, a, a fruitless, thornless bull archery. And uh, the, no insects bother the leaves or anything else. And the Fanics used to try to get all they could and bring it in. And that was a favorite tree of uh, Steve George. But uh, never could get any supplies because they're sort of difficult to propagate. But no, they tried it with cuttings. I don't think anybody tried it with uh, seed that I know of. The only place I saw them were like on the Iowa on the prairie kind of yeah. windbreakers. Oh yeah, mm. and they were they were wonderful uh, wildlife habitat in terms of the cover. Mm-hmm. Cover they did they provided them and stopped the snow from blowing and everything so yeah and the woods the wood is beautiful oh yeah it's beautiful and hard my fa- my hard. Uh, father uh, used to make uh, duck calls out of it oh yeah oh okay man and they had beautiful yellow colors in there and uh, but a very tough plant I mean. But we just had never been able to get them propagated in numbers so we could promote them. So if you figured that out, let us know. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, I never have cut this. You, I know you would probably handle them like any other seed. Is let the, uh, Probably let the fruit drop off, which it does, uh, in the fall. And uh, put them somewhere... And, they store them to next spring and uh, let them get as ripe as they can get before you try to extract the seed. But you, you might look for uh, uh, on the internet because everything's on the internet and it's true. <laughs> I look for Bodark, Bodark. How do you spell it? Osage Orange. That's yeah. how I spell Osage it. Osage Orange is another name for it, but uh, Bodark is B O I S D D A R C. There you go. Okay, I I'm going with Osage it. Orange for right now. And what <laughs> propagation? Yeah. Okay. Did you find it? Not yet. <laughs> but anyway, that's a, that's a good tree. Uh, we just never could get enough. <laughs> I was trying to, trying to remember they. If I saw them halfway buried in the soil and kind of the the coating 
riding off, but I don't remember ever seeing that. <laughs> and every one you'd see, you'd pick up and toss yeah. it at somebody. But, uh, <laughs> Wait a minute. The uh, cabin had such a poor, had a bad uh, well, childhood. Well, we, we, didn't, we didn't really grow them there. The only place I saw them was when I was uh, visiting someplace. Yeah, they're always in the... Wow, they live for a long time. <laughs> oh, yeah. And uh, they, uh, they uh, live for a long time, and they're... If you notice, most of the trees with the fruit, that's what people notice, uh, are in low places. You know, uh, uh, sunken areas uh, along uh, Dry Creek or something like that. But they must come back from seed because they spread. I mean, you know, they spread along the fence line. But not bad, but uh, they do. Beautiful wood, beautiful tree, but hard to find. Hmm. Good. Good luck, Will. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to load the PDF, and it's taking a long time. But oh, okay. There is a PDF online. If you do Osage Orange Propagation, there's... Oh, 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 oh I hope I didn't mess it up. You get a USDA site uh, that talks about it. Oh, okay. And it does say from seeds. It says the seeds are hard to extract, but... Uh, they do grow up from seeds. Well, it only shows you, you know, one or two sentences, and, uh, <laughs> and I... Uh, they didn't want to ex- expound. I messed up. Osage orange is easy to propagate from seed. Fruits can be collected in the fall. However, cleaning and extracting seeds from the fruits is easy if, if the fruit... And it doesn't tell me anymore. What? So it leaves me in suspense. So I'll... Maybe I'll that means if the fruit is ripe. Well, maybe so. Right. Um, okay. But yeah, if you want to email, if you want to email me... Uh, Milton at KLUP, I'll send you this article. Man, it's huge. It's three pages. <laughs> Where do I look for Does it? Does it give it an author? Oh, okay. Osage George can also be propagated by, uh, prepared by Richard uh, Winia. Yeah, I don't know who Richard is. Or Winia. Not, not by John Pear, Kansas. No. This is USDA Natural Resources Conservation Service. Okay. Oh, Manhattan, Kansas. There you go. Okay, so they should know, huh? I bet. I bet. I bet he's uh, he had a part. In all right. Well, here I can read it real quick. You want me to read it, or is that good? Is that bad radio? That's bad radio. You tell me. Okay. Hey, uh, you want, want me to get that uh, deal out about the? What was it about? The, it can be also propagated by softwood cuttings in June or hardwood cuttings harvested in, in uh, January. Okay. Okay. I, I, I would imagine the softwood is easier. Okay. In the spring. All right. We need to take a break. So thanks, ma'am. Thanks for calling. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Toll free. It's 866-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road where it's a nice cool day and all your uh, gardening peers are out here having a good time amongst the uh, pumpkins and stuff. And uh, Puppy dog. we got lots of doggies out here today. That's uh, the second dog I've seen. There's two right there. Oh, you got another one? Oh, yeah, there sure are. All right, back in a moment on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Oh, but I've seen something that Mama ain't ever seen. Mama never looked into those eyes. Felt the way that they hypnotized. She don't know how they make me feel inside. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. On 9.30 a.m., the answer, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. 
800-227-8867. Hey, don't forget, uh, go by and visit the website, too. We're talking about that with uh, deckandpatiocare.com, deckandpatiocare.com. Uh, you'll get to see when Barry Hagendorf uh, of Deck and Patio Care, been doing this again since 1986, uh, talks about uh, how uh, it really your deck really can look new again. You'll see a deck that may look familiar on the left-hand side. Uh, it's uh, just old. It's uh, kind of gray, and uh, it has no life to it. And then, boom. On the right-hand side, it's uh, nice and bright and stained and looks great. And so uh, Barry can help you with all that. I did not check on the fence yet. I'm sorry, but I will. Well, how many years have I been asking? You have. It's been uh, at least a couple weeks. Oh, I thought for a while you were talking about 50-year-olds, you know, on the downside and then the upside. Barry can make you look new again. Yeah. He'll seal you up. You'll look, <laughs> you'll look terrific. Deckandpatiocare.com or call Barry if you're ready and you know you want to do this now at 2 210- he found his Mexican Heather. 210 8229147. 210 to Jerry and I and Milton, but oh, uh, also to all the gardeners out there, the master gardeners and gardening volunteers <laughs> at South Texas. So she, she's going pretty strong still. So, <laughs> Oh, she's not uh, sending this because she's retiring. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> she's got, I mean, she's got her son-in-law and her daughter now doing her, helping her do her gardening. So. And, and what is it, indentured labor or what, yeah. what Well, we, we tease her, her, her son-in-law son especially because <laughs> we can, we hear the, we hear the tools and then we look over there and there he is. There you go. Makes a big smile and waves <laughs> to us. He he must really love her daughter. Yeah, and Dorothy will be sometimes will be on the in the shade in a chair and uh, all right. But she's she's, super she's pretty active too. And uh, as did, usual, the mailman watches out for her. And, <laughs> all right. Did she? Uh, did her uh, angel trumpets all get destroyed? You, you know, know, I don't right know. Right I outside, I don't know. The, right outside the garage, right by the house. I didn't see any out there. At, Uh-oh. Uh oh. All, I, the, it was good this year. Was the uh, the poppies and yeah <laughs> and iris? Uh, Did they come up under the where the uh, where the uh, angel trumpet used to be? Seemed to be. I didn't see a lot of the uh, uh, oh <laughs> what, what, what were those. Uh, Help me on the the, the ones with the big the big flowers and the big big leaves. Not uh, angel trumpet. No, the I get it. The, <laughs> ma- starts with an M. Mallows. Mm. <laughs> Mallow hibiscus. Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I didn't notice them this year, uh, but I'm sure they were. They should have come back. Yeah. Uh, unless Dorothy screwed it up again. You know, she hadn't been gardening that long. Better be careful. About 80 years. Dorothy will be re- <laughs> She'll send Reminding her, brother, her son-in-law and her daughter yeah. over to see you. Yeah, but put out a contract on me. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I, I, I used to go over to her house and uh, when the angel trumpets were in full bloom and take a picture. 
And that's when I got irritated wow. trying to take a picture of an annual trumpet because they hang down. Mm-hmm. The flowers are huge. And multi and, and, and he couldn't. He did not have the same influence with those as he did with his butterflies. <laughs> yeah. he was whispering to his butterflies. And so I would lay down on the ground under her plants and take a picture of the bloom. How'd that go? So I could see. I could see the okay inside. It was just I had to work for it. Man. But anyway, that she, should have made a unique picture, though. <laughs> she used to, uh, yeah. Because you'd have the sky above you. Yeah. Yeah, that would look kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Well, it gives you a little deceptive, though. It gets a little <laughs> deception on uh, what they actually look like. People, sometimes people don't recognize, they look yeah. at a photo and then you don't recognize oh, okay. that. that, that <laughs> so that translates into this point. But she used to furnish all our group with. Uh, with uh, cuttings, and she she's the one that told me about that. <laughs> that root every piece of the cutting that you take, and I'm talking about all the way down to large stem. Of course, I, being me, you know, I said I've never seen that happen with a with a regular cutting of a tree or shrub. I said she must must have forgot uh, that that you don't can't root that large woody stuff. And so I said, well, I'm going to teach this old woman. Oh dear! <laughs> so I stuck some of those large stumps that I had gotten, and they were the first ones. To <laughs> first ones to sprout. Good for first ones to root. <laughs> And first ones to bloom. So, and did you ever doubt her again, or did you? I didn't tell her. Oh, okay. This is the first time she's hearing of it. Yeah, I, I didn't tell her that. Uh, oh, she'll hear. Uh, it I was too. testing her. Uh, <laughs> her diary. But as usual, she was right. I always, I could always work pretty good with Dorothy. Her, but her uh, daughter Sylvia listens to the show. <laughs> oh dear! Hi, Sylvia. <laughs> her, uh, but anyway. Uh, the only trouble I ever had with her was she wanted to give me the angel trumpets. They got extremely large, like up to the second story of Ooh, her house. cool. That sounds neat. Unless you're in a greenhouse growing no. plants. <laughs> or, I, I just can't imagine. I know what would happen if you gave Milton one of those. They'd be crumpled up in his trunk. Uh, <laughs> or in the back of his pickup yeah, I don't have a trunk anymore. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> but anyway, uh, I, I cool. wanted her to give me or to find a dwarf. Uh-huh. And when I would tell her to find me a dwarf... That went right over her head. She's old yeah. school. She moved man. on to the next two-story angel truck. Now, you should have trusted her on that, too. No, I couldn't. I, I did uh-huh. trust her. I had some oh, okay. of hers. And did they grow yeah. up to be that tall? Yes, they oh, grew up cool. to the top of the greenhouse. Okay. So we can, we can't move them. We couldn't sell them. Because <laughs> oh. We couldn't move them. Oh. <laughs> but anyway, she slipped up and uh, mentioned that she had a dwarf. Mm-hmm. And so I've oh. that. And that was one of our prettiest uh, yeah. angel trumpets because it, was, it would stay small in a container and then bloom. I think it was white. But she's, she's one of the team 
too, including her daughter, uh, that they put together these uh, little uh, okays. Uh, yeah. Uh, 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 tussy mussies. Yeah, or, they used to do a, <laughs> do amazing number for every kind of meeting oh, yeah. we had or conference or anything. You know, there'd be a hundred of them for a while. They were, <laughs> I think we sold some for a while, but they were also gifts for yeah. visitors and everything. They were they were amazing. <laughs> but anyway, she's a pistol. Even though she is taking advantage of her uh, son-in-law, that slave slave labor has been outlawed. If if this if this relationship changes, she's coming after you. (laughs) Suddenly he says, "I'm not doing it." I heard on the radio this was slave labor. Uh huh. Yeah. Guess who she's coming after? Not him. All right. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Uh, I was looking over Calvin's article for, in yesterday's paper, mm-hmm. and he's talking about uh, feeding, uh, putting water out for the birds and uh, feeding the hummingbirds. And uh, let's see, I, I was looking for him to say quit feeding them during the winter mm-hmm. because they, Out of chance. they stay here and freeze to death. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know, after the last big freeze, no. I had a hummingbird feeder out and there were little hummingbirds frozen. Just to frozen the, to the feeder. Frozen to the feeder. Oh. It was a terrible thing. <laughs> Look at Calvin. <laughs> uh, yeah, he thinks I'm making up again. I think, yeah, he, I think yeah, he knows I you're making it up. Making up yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they uh, just couldn't. But there is some controversy on that, isn't there? No. No, there's no controversy. There isn't, really, surprisingly. Uh, okay. That's good. Uh, I, you know, that who mentioned it last week? Either. I thought someone mentioned it. You weren't. No. Maybe somebody called with a question about it. Yeah. Well, it. if you're... Uh, the the, the con- controversy may exist because it's, it seems logical. And and it's consistent with other issues we have and other uh, conclusions we've drawn, but almost I I don't know of any of the experts on hummingbirds or naturalists that that say it's a factor in them staying. They've done research on the rufous hummingbirds. I guess rufous hummingbirds do what they want, whether there's sugar water there or not. And so do the other uh, hummingbirds. Well, after I saw them frozen on that feeder, just flapping, it was terrible. Thing. Just flapping and flapping and flapping. Yeah, they couldn't keep they couldn't up move. the heat, the body. Mm. Uh, now, the, some of the, some of the real situations, like uh, the non-main ups. Uh, wow, he's like subtle. The, those uh, praying mantis that have caught. And. Yeah. Uh, what other things have we seen? We've seen uh, oh, I had a weird thing. This is just not exactly what you were talking about, but I have a grasshopper on my passenger side view mirror, which means that, and I saw it like a block away from Millburgers, which means it was gripping onto that thing from the house <laughs> down, you know, down 281, down 1604. That's a strong grasshopper. Was it on the inside of the mirror or outside? On the inside. They're on the inside. So the wind, I oh, guess, was kind wind. of protect- Yeah, I guess a little bit. But it was kind of flapping. You know, they. they, <laughs> they I hear uh, somebody was telling me about the uh, fact that the grass. Oh, I guess it was Trace was telling me that the grasshoppers, uh, the lar- large grasshoppers will consume the small grasshoppers. Yeah, they're. That's right. Yeah, they're yeah. never. Yeah, so it's a. Uh, 
really uh, stra- strange. And those big grasshoppers, of course, you can't. There's not much you can do with spraying them or anything. But uh, mm. maybe shooting them. The only, <laughs> the only uh, the theory, theory was that they, if you sprayed these smaller grasshoppers, and they they died. Oh, and but they the, had the a... larger ones had access to them. Then they would <laughs> they would get access to the. We've got to take a quick break, and we're going to come back in a moment. In the meantime, give us a call and tell us what's going on in your gardening world. That number, 210-308-8867. Back in a moment on Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. Millburgers Gardening South Texas is sponsored by Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery on 930 AM, The Answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 930 AM, The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, and toll free, it's 866-308-8867, the Boy Scouts are here. If you're looking for popcorn and you want to help out the Boy Scouts, we've got mums. I'm looking at those. And uh, are those mums or what are those? The yellow, the orange and the yellow one in his basket. Uh, those are those, marigolds. Those marigolds. That's what I meant to say. I knew mums wasn't right. I just didn't know what was right. Oh, okay. Um, that's all right. Did you? On I, your, do, I'll leave, I do that all the time. Thank you. On your way in, did you see anything that, that caught your eye? Yes. <laughs> Calvin, how about you? At the entrance. Yeah, oh, just, just to the restroom. Do you want me to report on? <laughs> no, I don't want to. I want to know what caught your eye at the restroom. <laughs> the uh, at the entrance yeah. on the right there, walking in. I guess there are three gallon containers, or maybe larger, of peppers, ornamental. Oh, peppers. and I thought they were variegated when I first saw them. But I looked, and it, that was blooms, uh, white blooms that I was seeing on the oh, green neat. foliage. <laughs> but uh, loaded with uh, li- little bitty peppers. Lots I, of... I don't know what variety it is or anything, but it uh, it's going to have those peppers uh, and more to come until the first hard freeze. Lots of petunias and... Uh, yep. Uh, lots of of the mums out there. Uh, lots and lots of colors. Uh, last last year they had trouble getting mums. This year they've definitely got a huge selection and uh, yeah. the some that are uh, every stage of bloom that you might want too. Yeah, they're in perfect condition to do uh, maybe do your Halloweening uh, because all they got is a few few blooms open it's covered with bu- uh, buds but uh oh, here's uh, the canopy it's not it's not over it's uh they're not open yet but <laughs> i had this dilemma where i was thinking if the buds are not open mm-hmm. how do you know what color it is mm-hmm. and trace told me last weekend that uh they have labels that says the color of them I think they're in the pot, colored the same way the flower. Oh, I think he said, was he said they were still doing They used to do that, I think he said. Yeah, or maybe yeah. you said they used to do it. Yeah. 
Uh, but yeah, that was kind of cool. But yeah, but you can see because they're, you they're can, open just a smidge. Yeah, the one one or two buds that are open. Yeah, have the uh, have, uh, will indicate the color. And I think he's got them separated by color. Oh, I think you're right. That's whites over there and got the. It might have bird orange and mums. That'd be good. Uh, uh, did we throw those out? When you you probably threw them out, but uh, <laughs> probably but anyway, killed them, stomped on them. <laughs> I don't know why you do that to them. If we get maroons uh, in, yeah. Oh, there, if we get maroon in, it's woo, <laughs> maroon, yay! But uh, anyway, they're beautiful plants, and uh, I appreciate. Trace and Millburger bringing them in in full bud. Yeah, they're pretty. Yeah, I didn't. Re- I didn't remember. last so much longer. I didn't remember. I think Trace was telling us yesterday or yesterday that we couldn't get mums last year. Yeah, <clears throat> was always saying yeah. I didn't remember that, but yeah, he said that. You know, he didn't remember why, but yeah, they say mums the word. Ah. Is that really what they say? <laughs> you know what? Uh, speaking yeah. about the cedar elm, I, I would like uh, Mark to look at that. I'm not sure yeah. it's a cedar elm. Yeah. It it's, uh, looks like an elm, but, I mean, there's a couple other. Uh, well, I can I can email it to, to yeah. Mark. Will you do that? Yeah, sure. Well, you also got to remember that that's juvenile wood you're looking at. Look at this. Uh, this Here, I'll show you. I got the canopy. Oh, all right. 210-308-8867. Oh, nice job on zooming that in, Calvin. 210-308-8867. And toll free outside of San Antonio. It's 866-308-8867. The number to call. Every single leave. That's what I, yeah. Remember remember I mentioned that? Oh, yeah. No, no, he didn't and there was, I don't remember don't, that. Don't ever give him credit. There oh, were okay. some little thorns on there. Yeah, but those leaves look Except like that. Is yeah, I don't. I don't know that. I don't know that it is pistache. But well, I'll but send I'd it like to, to uh, see what Mark thinks. I'll send it to Mark, and then I'll send you James. I'll send you his. Response. I don't think it's a typical cedar elm. No, no. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight. Maybe Trace can. Yeah, that. Trace. What do you think? Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Oh. Drake elm. Yep. It, what is it? Drake. Drake. It's got orange bark. Very few. Oh. Very few trees do that, and Drake elm does. That's also very. So that's my guess. Oh, do, and it's also does, very sensitive. Does it bark to, peel? Uh, <laughs> Occasionally. No. Uh, that no, no. that part I can't answer. I would assume it does because it have to peel back to show you orange. Oh, okay. Yeah. So this <laughs> is the bark. He's worried about why it's doing that. This was uh, James was calling to find out. It's not uncommon to see orange on a Drake elm, so okay. I, I don't know if I can't. I can't give you a hundred percent answer other than it's supposed to have some orange in the bark. Okay. And the only way it can do that is to slough off. All right. Uh, cool. Where where uh, I was telling them about those peppers, those ornamental peppers I got up there. Yes, sir. In the hanging <laughs> basket. Well, they were on the ground. Yeah, they were hanging baskets. Okay, that's neat. They're nice. Oh, They're is that full. Patine? No, it's an ornamental. Is it? Uh, although I did have some patine, and I sold them all, but I should have some more this week. Oh, okay. There might be one still patine right there by that. Was that that whatever that thing is? It's full of peppers. It's gonna be spectacular in another two weeks, three weeks. 
Okay, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, and toll-free, it's 866-308-8867, the number to call to be a part of today's show. And don't forget, uh, David Rodriguez is going to be here on the 2nd. Again. And the 9th. Again. And the 16th. Again. Yeah, to uh, talk about... Uh, he must like us over here. All right, James is on the line. It's 210. Yeah, he does. He just wants to hang around with us. 210 Hey there, James. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 930 AM. The answer. What's going on? Trace had hey, to I'm walk back. away. He had to do... I'm, he had to... I'm sorry? Oh, no, I didn't. Uh, Trace had to leave. Uh, he got a call. So he was the one that was suggesting it was Drake Elm. Yeah, Drake I, Elm. I'm with him. Um, I don't... Elm. I kind of disagree a little bit. I've been doing some research, and I want to get y'all's opinion, of course. Um, I think Dr. Parsons was correct and incorrect. No, he was please incorrect. Don't say that. Uh, how could I have been that? <laughs> he was incorrect in the assumption or the um, somewhat accusation that I hit the tree with my Uh-oh. truck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's what I was correct. That's about. what you, he was correct about or incorrect. <laughs> that's incorrect. What okay. he was correct is the tree must have been mislabeled. I know now where I got the tree, and I won't say the name, but uh, okay, yeah, the tree was mislabeled. It wasn't Millburgers. Okay. It's close. Okay. I live out near Lytle, so it was closer it's to okay. me. It's okay. You don't have to mention it. Don't mention it. It's been years. Uh, yeah, Things right. get mislabeled. But do you... Yeah. Now, have you done... Several you websites, including... Several websites in the last 15, 20 minutes I have found, including Neil Sperry's, indicates that it's probably called a lace bark elm. Yeah. Look up the Drake Elm, too, now that we have that one. Both of them are potentially. Oh, both of them have that orange bark? I mean, that's... Well, I don't know about that. It's not that much. But uh, that's why we think we should pull uh, Mark in there, too. All right. Yeah, I'm going to email yeah, more, to Mark, by the way. The, 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 more, the more brains, the merrier. But I'm looking at some photos online of Lace Bark Elm, also known as a Bosk, B-O-S-Q-E Elm. And it looks almost identical to what I sent y'all of the branches going up into the canopy. Well, okay. Yeah, yeah. Both, you know, both of those, the drake and the lace bark, are very susceptible to cotton root rot. Yeah, I read uh, that, too, and, that, and that's not a good <laughs> sign either. <laughs> when uh, when I, I first got to the, yeah. the, the San Antonio here, there was a big planting out there uh, on the west side on 410, and it, it, they were, the, it was just amazing to watch it take the tree, Uh-oh. tree by tree, right down there in a yeah. course of two growing seasons. Well, uh, that's a, that'll be interesting to see what uh, yeah. Mark, will, Mark will know. I think what he's yeah, found pretty well uh, verifies. Okay, on the cotton root. On the cotton root rot, uh, since it's probably susceptible to that, is there any type of potential prevention to kind of extend the life? Hopefully, of this tree, not, nothing. Not that, uh, not that disease. The fact that, uh, fact that it's out there in your basically sandy soil. Do you have? Oh yeah, pure sand. Yeah. Okay. Well, you may have a good chance that it'll survive. Yeah. The, uh, Cotton root rod is yeah, heavier like, soil. Yeah, done like uh, acidic. Yeah. Okay. Be, hey, wherever so, wherever they used to grow cotton is a uh, kiss of death. Well, yeah. 
They grow, they grow cotton not too far from here commercially. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, well, about, I'll just, about keep, 10, just keep about 10 miles it and away. see what happens. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to give up on it, but just uh, mulch it, fertilizer, water, periodically, let it go. Well, they talk, talk about uh, organic material and mulch, but I've never seen it really. No, it doesn't have, it doesn't get, take the take care of the problem uh, for okay. cotton root rot. It uh, mostly okay. is an activity to keep, <laughs> to give some hope to the, to the uh, gardener that's involved. Yeah. Okay. Well, that those those symptoms and signs of the peeling bark. I think, correct me or educate me. Um, is that just the the characteristic of the tree, or is that a sign of the cotton root rot? No, uh, that's a sign that you backed over it. Well, yeah. <laughs> well you got you got two, you, admit two, that you got two symptoms there. On. You got that peeling bark is the la- like the lace bark elm, but you also that orange color is. Uh, yeah. Uh, one of the symptoms of the Drake, maybe yeah. not. Okay. It's not. Cool. I've never seen it that orange. But uh, and okay. uh, Tra- Trace, uh, yeah, that he was his first that, clue. He just, yeah, I mean, in he seconds, just, he said Drake. He said Drake Elm, and I'm convinced oh. that it is a Drake Elm because the expert of Texas has pronounced it as a Drake Elm. Who's okay. that? Neil Sperry. No, Neil Sperry. Yeah, he said Neil. No, Neil Sperry. Sperry said it was something else. He, he said it was a lace bark elm, and it lives uh, twenty to forty years on his side. Oh, okay. How old is it now? Uh, it's Uh-oh. been in the ground about a dozen years since I planted it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Did he mention uh, if you back over the tractor, <laughs> how long it lived? He was silent on that. Oh, no. oh, he went away in. He hadn't talked to you. See, Jerry's not afraid to go there. <laughs> thank you, James. All right. Yeah, that you. was interesting, yeah. James. Thanks for bringing we that wanna, in. We, we want to know. So. We'll let yeah. you know what Mark says. And if you, if you have a religious experience and you want to tell us the truth, uh, I want you to call back and admit uh, to you. We'll forgive you. Okay. Thank back you, James. Over that tree. I'll let you run. I'll, I'll get you out of here with all this. <laughs> you take care. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. And uh, the number to call to be a part of the show. And okay. don't forget to pick up your mic, too. <laughs> I, I will. I'll just make sure it was worth worthwhile. Yeah, yeah, Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, so, are right, you familiar? Back, getting back to the beautiful peppers. Okay, the beautiful peppers. <laughs> Have you tasted one yet? Uh, to me, I would describe it as no flavor or very little. Yeah, a little bit of hot, but um, nothing to write home about. Uh, absolutely not to write home about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's the way most ornamental peppers are. But now the girls, on the other hand, they'll cut them up, put them in their tacos, regardless. But Oh, um, yeah. I would uh, I would call it a disappointment as far as yeah, okay. edible pepper. Yeah. Beautiful, but I would not call it <laughs> well, edible. Do you, do you let the girls pick those peppers? Well, they clean the plants. So if they're taking a pepper that's ready to come off, I mean, it's going to fall uh, yeah. off. There's no reason they can't. Well, that's not the way he talked about me with eating the uh, daylilies. Daylilies. No. Were, were you taking a bloom off that was no good? 
or a bloom that was beautiful. It was. It was only going to last one day. He only. He only sees them as uh, <laughs> as edible or not. He doesn't. He doesn't judge them on beauty. Well, if you can hang with us, we're going to talk to Barb about fire spike two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Hi, Barb. Welcome Hi, to the show. What's How going are on? You good. Good. How about you? Oh, wonderful. Um, Jay's going to laugh, but I'm Barb from Wilson County. Hi, Barb from Wilson County. Got any, got any sticker birds down there? All over the place. <laughs> Everywhere. Even in my underwear. There you uh, go. Don't, 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 goodness. Get on, don't get on the rug with, in your underwear. Oh, there, oh it's awful. But anyway, I just wanted to talk about a plant that I have. I've had had several of them for many years, and, and it's amazing, especially in my environment, that this plant just looks so beautiful uh, this time of year. And regardless of the cutter ants and every critter out here that I that I have, that plant grows every year. It grows up to about six feet tall big deep green uh, leaves and in the fall this beautiful red spike uh, brush a uh, brush bloom comes out and yeah. it's been the most incredible thing and I've been watching uh, the hummingbirds going crazy over the blooms oh, and yeah. over the butterflies and it comes back and it freezes back but then it comes back every year. You know, it goes down to the ground, comes back. It is an incredible plant, but I don't know if anybody sells it anymore. I never hear anything <laughs> about it. What's the color of the flower? Red. Red. And it's blooming right now. Yeah. Yeah, that's firefly. Okay. <laughs> that's when it's supposed to bloom. Oh, they, but I thought, oh, but I got a fire spike, and it's not blooming look like right that. now. So does that surprise you, Milton? No. Okay. Not well, the, the same one we had that was the plant of the moment a few weeks ago? Yeah. Oh, okay, good. Okay. Uh, it's not tall yet. No, not tall yet. It's still in the container. <laughs> that, oh, that's oh, it. Once you get it established, it's the most incredible plant. And I'm, I'm just really surprised. It's, I'm in sand, of course, and uh, nothing bothers it. Now, I, no, grasshopper, cutter ants, you know, hmm. nothing. It's it just oh, beautiful. That's interesting. So uh, I, I don't know if they, if they sell them with the fire spike bloom on it this time of year or not, but if they do, I encourage anybody to go get them. They're beautiful. <laughs> yeah, we, we had them a few weeks maybe. ago. I don't know. We've if, got uh, them. Yeah, we got them, I guess. I don't think they're quite tall enough yeah, yet they're to not, bloom. Yeah, they're not blooming. But uh, they, they were uh, probably bloom later on. Yeah, they were affected by that. that the freeze that uh, that's what yeah, amazes me that during that freeze and they were I, I have them out here they're fine they came back well I, yeah, yeah. I, I was thinking of the the wholesale supply was affected oh yeah oh so, yeah so there is. so um, and, uh, Jerry uh, Jerry and Trace and I were talking about the uh, when they would might recover enough to be blooming yeah and uh, they root easily. Yeah, another month or so maybe. Did uh, how old is yours? Did you say? Very uh, old. I'm telling you, it's several years, and it's the same plants. I've only lost one. I think I've been out here for over 15 years, and I don't know how long or when I bought them. It's been too long for me to remember. <laughs> but yeah. but it, it's, it's very reliable. Back every year, huh? Yeah. Still gets up to that eight foot tall. 
Yeah, every year it gets wow. up to that size. And all I do is water them. I don't put anything on them, fertilizer or any of that stuff. And uh, I Gophers just, don't even eat them? The what? Gophers. No. You have gophers? No, yeah. I got those, too. I got it all. I got anything that annoys wow. you. She, she is from Wilson County. She knows what she's got. Don't oh, be trying okay. to throw her off. <laughs> Yeah, they they don't. I mean, we've got grasshoppers out here the size of flip flops. No. So I mean, but they're. I don't see getting away from fertilizing though. I know. They, oh, he they, does. They, they would. I think she did say she fertilized. You fertilize it? Oh, I don't fertilize them. That's, oh wow! So uh, my answer to that is, do you know how much better they would look if you did? Ah. I, I I can't even imagine how how they could look any better because they look no, so well, pretty. I, I promise you, they they'd be. Twice well, as big, uh, no. darker green, more Now, more just, describe yours again. Yours has got those big blooms on them, and he, Trace can compare them to his, and they don't have any blooms at this stage. <laughs> well, they're we, younger. We don't keep anything long enough. They're yeah. from cuttings. And uh, did you, I don't know if you, I grew them for years, too. I don't know if you noticed, but after the hard freeze and after any freeze, they go. They go to the ground. I mean, they're go, go dead to the ground. But those stupid things don't realize what's happened to them. No. In two weeks. In two weeks or less, they got new sprouts on. They, That's they, exactly right. That's what mine do every year. And I and oh, like there you go. I was just semi. That can make them vulnerable just, too just, if they do that. I, just, I hear it's got an aggy mentality. Uh oh. <laughs> I don't know. It wasn't as good as I thought it was. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, thanks for calling, Barb. Yeah. You're welcome. Good luck, I just Barb. I wanted to share That's that great. information if anybody sees them. Hey, hey Barb, <laughs> what's a chance you could send us uh, a picture? Picture. Oh, okay. What? You want to send us a picture? Yeah, I could, how do I do that? How do I, um, I'm technically challenged. What do I do? Oh, do you have a camera on your phone? I've already, well, I already have pictures of it on my computer. Right now. No, you can, can you email them to me? Just Milton at oh, KLUP.com? Yeah. What, what, what's the email address? M I L T O N at KLUP.com. Wait a minute. Say it again. So Milton, M I L T O N. M I L T O N. Okay. At, at KLUP.com. KLUP.com. Tom. Yeah, okay. I'll share it with the guys. Thank you. All right, you bet. Thank you for talking right. Thanks, to Bob. me. Have a great Take Bye. care. All right, we're going to talk to Ed real quick about Bodarks at 210-308-8867. Hi, Ed. What you got there? Okay, but before I talk about the Bodark trees, I wanted to tell you that my Brungmanzias, every one of them frozen, haven't come back. But my uh, chili patines, my... Um, Timber bamboo and oh, the, my timber bamboo didn't come back until August. Yeah, how uh, close is that timber bamboo to your house? Uh, I have it in a container. <laughs> oh, okay. It hasn't busted the container out yet. No, not yet. Uh, I've had a bunch of other things bust containers out. Um, <laughs> my my black bamboo regularly breaks the container. How old is that timber bamboo? Uh, probably about, um, I got it from the bamboo people, uh, the society, probably six or eight years ago. Yeah. 
Yeah, and that bamboo society keeps growing. Have you noticed that? <laughs> They'll come and in. I'm the, uh, but I'm hey, Ed, can I ask I you a favor? The warped. Sure. I got to take a break because I got to do one before the half hour. Can you hold on a sec? I'm sorry. That's okay. Don't go anywhere. All right, we're going to take a quick break. Be back in a moment on 9:30 a.m. The answer. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 a.m. The answer, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, and toll-free, it's 866-308-8867. Before we get back to Ed, uh, Calvin's article talks about hummingbirds, and uh, I want to remind you that Wild Birds Unlimited, right there at Northwest Military and Hebner Road, is your source for all that great stuff to keep nature in your yard and uh, have you enjoying it. And uh, the thing that makes it great is not all the material they have, but all the knowledge they have and the way they treat customers at Northwest Military and Hebner Road. They treat you like family. I know that's cliche. I know it's trite. But when you go in, you'll see you really do become part of their family. Uh, you'll see other customers who have been there for a decade or more at Wild Birds Unlimited. So go by and visit with them. Say hi to Kyle. Say hi to Bill, who's still over there. He is. And uh, doing stuff. And uh, tell them what you want to do. And they'll put together a plan for you right there because uh, they know it. And if they're not, if they're busy, chances are a customer will do and they're, uh, they're seeing, you talk about the migration, we're seeing yeah. the humming, hummingbirds, right. but we're also seeing tanagers and uh, orioles and the warblers, or the orange-crowned warblers are in town. So um, I had to eat crow. Oh, hmm, that sounds I, good. I told my wife that, uh, that she could keep feeding the hummingbirds. All right. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, that trace is the one that brought it up. Did, okay. Yeah. Did you uh, Did you get that pun? Yes. Okay. Uh, All right. Yeah. <laughs> he well, I'm with the hummingbirds got fed, and so did you. <laughs> All right. Well, it amazes me, Trace. Too late, that but thing. it was still there. <laughs> that uh, all all those folks that you know are so anti red dye, uh, <laughs> but are uh, just the opposite on the uh, feeding during the winter time. They yeah. say it's not a factor. Kevin says that we see waves of of black chin uh, hummingbird and ruby throated hummingbirds and rufous hummingbirds uh, compete for the sugar water. I'm not, I'm not sure which uh, which way my wife goes on this, but uh, I think she likes to see the fighting. Oh, dog fight! Yeah, they, it's like World War One. There's always one dominant one, and it won't let the other ones near it. So she Y'all got, need a video. Now it. she hung a second feeder. Uh oh! Now there's trouble, <laughs> and it's taunting. Well, that one keeps going back and forth to keep the others away from. Oh, <laughs> you need a video of that. That'd be cool to see. They, they seem ornery because they get their fill. And then, then, then it just becomes seems to come, become a game, you know. That we're in charge now. Those little Rufus hummingbirds, especially, they're t- tiny little things compared vicious. to everything. All right. Vicious. Two one zero four seven nine bird is their number. Two one zero four seven nine bird for Northwest Military and Hebner Roads Wild Birds Unlimited. Ed is back. Let's see. Hope we still have Ed. Hey there, Ed. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Thank you for waiting, man. I had to take that break. What's going on with your? So I, I was telling him about the timber bamboo. Oh, that's right. That the people that uh, gave him or sold him those timber bamboo right. plants, they now have a, a poster, a wanted poster oh. out for those people. Oh, really? Because it... Uh, Ed, it sounds it, like he likes his timber bamboo. Yeah. It's in a as long as it stays in the so pot. Far. As long as it stays in the pot. Ed, you still there? Yes. 
Oh, good. Okay. So I had a question for you. Uh, Were your angel trumpets in the ground, or were they in pots, too? No, almost everything I have is in pots. That's why. Okay. All right. So uh, in the ground, I've seen almost every one of them come back, but pots, I can understand that not coming back. Yeah, Yeah, and when you're saying angel trumpets, what you're you're referring to the Brugmansias, right? Right, Yes. Because all of my, you know, they also call the Daturas angel trumpets, and of course you can't get rid of those. I mean, they 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 used to. (laughs) Now they call that one devil's trumpet. Oh well, no, they, they used to call Brugmansia. Well, they were all the same at one They're point. All the same, and uh, I don't know what. Ten years ago, they uh, changed it to uh, Brugmansia from uh, the angel, uh, the devil. Uh, Detour. Detour. Yeah. Well, talk about your bodark or your right, bodark well, question. My bodark tree. Uh, I picked up a, a one of the apples. I think it was at the at Bernie at the Nature Center up there, and the and the uh, I think there's one at the uh, museum for uh, old agricultural uh, implements or something. And anyway, I just picked it up. <clears throat> it was starting to dry out. I broke it apart, threw all the seeds in a hanging basket, and they just started coming up. And I don't know how many I got out of there. Probably. Maybe fifteen. Um, wow! I mean, I've traded them to people and given them away and everything, and I still have. I've got four planted in the ground out here, and then I've got about another, maybe four or five in pots. And uh, what my understanding is is that uh, the I, I read some place where the pioneers used to take those with them, and when they would uh, finally find their homestead, they would cut off branches and put them around their garden and when they would come up it would form a hedge and and uh, keep the livestock and the uh, wildlife out of their garden hmm. uh, that's one reason why they call those hedge apples oh, but I, I've yeah. never really had any trouble growing them from seed um, my main yeah, concern is I want to figure out seed dry out well out on the prairies they use them for long long hedges the wind windbreaks even. yeah, yeah. Right. so there are lots and lots of different ways to use them right. for a hedge so did that museum have any pictures of Jerry around <laughs> uh, that sounds sounds like it no. meets his description yeah, but Ed, Ed is near farm equipment. Uh, we know Ed and Ed is nearly as bad as Jerry in Wait terms a minute. of uh, don't, don't say that about it. <laughs> well, wait a minute. Now, Jerry used to be worse than me, because, but he's mellowed, and uh, he's probably, right. I'm probably worse than he is now. Uh-oh. Don't say that. Shame on you. <laughs> the, uh, uh, yeah, so you going to deal with it or you want me to? No, 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 he had a question for you. From he, wanted to, he wanted to tell you something. Okay. He wanted to. <laughs> Anyway, you you want the seed to dry? I ne- I never have carried them that far, but uh, they're in your refrigerator, Jerry. No, could be. <laughs> the, well, I uh, didn't do anything to mine except just peel them out of the out of the rind that they had on them and and throw them in the and I had them in a hanging basket hanging in a tree outside, and I yeah. probably watered them a few times. And then they probably got rained on or something. But, I mean, I didn't give them any kind of special care at all. They just started coming up in that hanging basket, and I started taking them out carefully and planting them in, you know, in gallon pots. 
Yeah, and somebody said that they had to be refrigerated. Well, I was reading that. Yeah, that was the USDA thing. Yeah. They had apparently not for Ed. And they had a, not a scarification, but a stratification in the refrigerator. Well, maybe I Anyway, just, that's, uh, that's good to know that you had success with it. Well, I, there, I have four of them in the ground now, and I think I called you all earlier trying to find out how to get them to bloom because I don't know which ones are female. I, I want to propagate more of them, but I want to propagate the ones that are going to have fruit. <laughs> Everybody's looking for the opposite. Uh, does, does yours have thorns yet, or does it have thorns? Yeah, they they all have, all the ones I have are, well, I haven't really checked them, but most of them, if you get close to them or try to move them or something, you know, you'll find out real quick because the thorns are <laughs> sharp. Yeah. And when but you get old, those sharp thorns poke you, and then, you know, just like oh, yeah. old people bleed a lot, you know. I do, I, do, I know that. Uh, do you... Uh, uh, but like I say, most people don't, they find those uh, fruit offensive, especially if they're in the yard and uh, that big fruit falls on the ground. you got to pick it up. You can't just mow over it. Well, so, uh, only one of mine is in a uh, in a place that would be considered a yard. The rest of them, I plant them in the pasture. Okay, that's a good deal. They have beautiful wood, like I said. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's lots of stories about the wood and using it for tool handles and posts, and, and the Indians used it for bows and that kind there of stuff. There you go. That's, uh, yeah, I was going to say don't forget the Indians. Right. Thank you, sir. Uh, okay. Thanks for calling in. That gives us an insight yeah, on how this actually done it. Thanks, Ed. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, and toll-free, it's 866-308-8867, the number to call. I see, you, Trace, that you've got those, uh, we talked about strawberries earlier, but you've still got some of those uh, petunia madness. Uh, yeah, I got petunias all over the place. <laughs> lots and lots of them. <laughs> And like, uh, is there uh, as many petunias as there are mums? Uh, Close. A lot. No. No, there are far more petunias than there are mums. Yeah, also different. They've really got a bunch of different colors. Uh-oh. Look at that trace. No, <laughs> uh, with the citrus? Yeah. All right, I got to go help her before she dies. Uh, okay. <laughs> All right, 210-308-8867. Johnny on the spot. Yeah, he is. 210-308-8867, the number to call. Bye, not right. Are you able to talk about what they were talking to you about or no? Or did you want to? You don't have to. <laughs> I don't know if it's private or not. No, it's not private, but it's... Uh... All right, well, we can take a break. Uh, they're... There are uh, fo- folks that have been involved in the Edwards Aquifer Authority. Uh-huh. And they're they're looking at a new water source, um, and they were with new technology, and they thought I might be interested. Oh, okay, that's cool. Come and uh, attend attend one of the meetings and 
and uh, check it out. Sounds cool. Sounds cool. Yeah, it does sound right. interesting. There you go. Hey, well, let's do this while Trace is uh, on a break here. Let's uh, take a, let's take our break. 210-308-8867. More of Bill Berger's Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 a.m. The Answer. Number 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, and toll-free, it's 866-308-8867. Yeah, Calvin says in his article yesterday under his This Week in the Garden, it says, fertilize the lawn with a winterizer product with 3-1-2 ratio. Now, that's not what's on the bag. Uh, but it's something like uh, 18612. 18612. 18612. Which, good. by coincidence, Uh-oh. is in the ad. What? Mm. What? Mm-hmm. It's in our ad. Oh, okay. Well, did I mention, uh, didn't I mention 18612 in this, in the in the paper? Yes, you did. Oh, okay. I hadn't gotten to that yet. Oh. He's going to get there. So 1812 works well to accomplish the cold tolerance and encourage a fast spring greenup. And uh, it's also on sale. Uh, lawn and garden fertilizer, 19.59 though is on sale, which is a 50% slow-release nitrogen with 4% iron and 12% sulfur. Now. Uh, that's not the eighteen six twelve is a fast release fertilizer. Oh, so but this nineteen five nine, which is one that we recommend all the time for flowers, lawns, and everything else. Good choice for our vegetable garden too. Yeah, and we we want the fertilizer. In other words, we don't get a lot of. Uh, a lot of a lot of uh, play out of the 50% slow release nitrogen, but uh, this year since the lawns are looking pretty tough, uh, you could use the 1959 50% slow release nitrogen because it's regularly 34.99, Milton. Right, and that's real close to 35. Listen uh, to this, though, Milt. What? <laughs> the price. Uh, okay. <laughs> On sale, two for $50. What? Yeah. That's practically $50. <laughs> I went ahead and uh, rather, get than, them? rather than buy 18612 like I normally would, yeah. I, I went ahead and got some more 1959, uh, which is my favorite anyway. Because uh, <laughs> you can use it on everything yeah, all yeah. year long. And it's... Uh, Environmentally, it's easier yeah. to use because yeah. it's uh, slow release. Uh, the only the only issue there is that uh, the lawn now is just kind of rushing to dormancy. Mm-hmm. So that fast release nitrogen source 
is gives more nitrogen to make it available to the lawn so can organize the, for this winter cold uh, tolerance and also that fast green green up in the spring. Yeah. Um, you know, subtle subtle kind of differences, but there are some differences. Well, only 50, uh, 50% of, of it is slow-release nitrogen, which releases more slowly when the weather's cooked. But we're, and we're talking about oh, three or four months, five months maybe not. We're oh, not talking yeah. about a real long. Right. Of course, in the wintertime, I guess it's cooler weather. Yeah. So what about Calvin using a double rate of 19.59 on the lawn. And that you actually could do. In the old days, you wouldn't dare do that with a slow-release lawn fertilizer. And the other, Jerry was thinking in terms of of, uh, affecting the plants, you know, too potent. Mm -hmm. It wouldn't be that. And then that other, that 50% that's doubled up, it's still going to be pretty efficient. It's yeah, going to be efficient because it'll and carry be it through in the very spring. Very slow relief. And uh, that, w- that would be good uh, to do, the, do that if you happen, well, if you want to get the sale item. Now, that may seem like a lot of money to you, but fertilizer has gone up significantly. Mm-hmm. And I'll reemphasize significantly in the past uh I guess two to three years. Well, even start way back. Oh, yeah. Nitrogen fertilizers uh, just kept kept coming, going up and up and up. But some of us old-timers can remember when it was much cheaper than Uh, that. And even maybe... Look at the pumpkins going out. Yeah. We've told told some of the young people like Milton about that, too. I don't know if he still remembers... About what? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, it's available. Okay. And you, you don't believe it's still too late to fertilize? The lawn? Yeah. No, because our recommended so. place time is October 1. Oh, okay. Okay. Now, what I was debating about whether, you know, we get, <laughs> you, about November 1st, you start worrying about it. Yeah. But this... <laughs> This weather and this year has just Strange. messed my yeah, calendar, mental calendar up bad. Okay, yeah. I, have a, I have a plant identification. Someone has texted us another picture. Oh, no. All right, who wants to see it first? Either okay, one. Okay, I'll show you. You probably will not have much trouble identifying it. I think we've even talked about it. Well, I, I see two plants here. Oh, okay, no. I, I Was one the milkweed? Is that milkweed underneath? Or is it oleander? Well, is that oleander? Maybe oleander. Oh, coral vine. Oh, that's coral vine. Oh, okay. What do you think? We couldn't. We couldn't hear you, Calvin. So either coral. Uh, yeah, the coral, coral vine. Coral, coral vine is the finest bloom. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty. It's all along a fence. It oh, great. oh, it's, it's yeah, beautiful. beautiful when and it's bees and hummingbirds. Yeah, and it, it, you know, it, comes over, it was beautiful in my backyard. And now it's coming over the front yard. Oh, no. it's like <laughs> the bamboo. I have to keep moving the car so well, that I will not. What's gonna What's gonna win that cat claw? Your is that cat no. claw? Oh, that the, 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 the uh, so beautiful. Cat claw wins because it's, uh. it's much more cold tolerant. Oh, okay. Now the the, the February freeze. Cut, uh, chopped it down to the ground, but it's coming back fast. 
The coral lines, uh, it's hard to be in terms of growth rate. <laughs> so, uh, and if I'm not, if my memory doesn't fail me, here's Chris. Uh, his, whatever he's got his name, yeah. Did you say that you had found some more red uh, coral, coral vine? vine? I'm pretty sure that's what I only have down there is red. Okay. Is that right? Not, not 100%, but I'm pretty sure. Okay. Well, Fan, uh, so Fan, if you want a red Fandango, one. I think, is the Full one sun? One. I'm guessing this one. I'll show you the picture. There was some, a little bit of color. I just saw, the only reason I know this is because I saw one go by me this morning. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Over in Brook Hollow. We saw this. And okay. Well, the reds. Okay. That's pink. That's pink. No. <laughs> well, now, okay, so what is this, the difference between, what is the plant that crawls up telephone poles and has orange blossoms and hummingbirds love it? Trump, Trump it's vine. trumpet creeper or trumpet vine. And they're, they're blooming now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool. And, and, and I have some for the first time this year. Wow. Not the little one, though. I mean, the wild one. Do you? Uh, Madam Galen. Madam Galen. Yeah, that's the, the big bloom. The, the good one that you can. Yes. If there is such a thing as a good one, that's the good one. <laughs> well, the mama's a good one. Well, a while ago, I was I saw some uh, oh, the, the vine that is deer, the deer don't eat. Uh, 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 yellow bu- butterfly plant? Butterfly vine. Butterfly vine down there. Still got some. There's cross vine down there. <laughs> There's star jasmine, coral vine, Carolina jasmine. There's a wisteria. Hmm. So some of the stuff I haven't had all year, I got. Yeah, very cool. Yeah. So I got to walk down there. I'm pointing over behind the radio, and to your left. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And cro- cross vine, and the uh, butterfly vine are my two favorites. Yeah. Do you do you remember the name of that uh, wisteria? I would be guessing, but I think it's Amethyst Falls. Okay. Okay. But this was cross vine. <laughs> no, 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 this that was, was coral, coral vine. vine. Coral vine. Oh, okay. Or coral. Queen's Crown, depending on yeah, how you're oh, feeling okay. that day. Oh, let's see. Now, uh, yeah, it's hard to, it's very Mexican, beautiful, Mexican but it's very vine. aggressive. There is flame vine down there. Uh, Mexican, uh, Mexican queen, flame vine. Uh, I want to add it's got a queen in the name. No, there's a Mexican flame vine. Yeah. Okay. Oh, oh yeah, well, no, yeah, that's, that's not so what Milton, Yeah. That plant is a wonderful pollinator plant. The bees love it. Okay. Is that, that's good, you, right? You, well, you will have bees. Okay. <laughs> and if but you're, the if per- you're, uh, you're uh, allergic to bees, oh. that's not the plant you want growing on your patio. Well, okay. I wasn't going to go there, but okay. I, I assumed you would figure that out. But, but, it's, <laughs> but it's, not, it, it's not very popular. And there's a reason for that. It's not well, I see it. I think it's I see it all very fast time. growing. Blooms. What color are the blue? Pink. Bird orange. What, what are we talking, are you about? talking what are you, about? Yeah, you're off on another tangent. What are you talking about? <laughs> which, which plant are you on? The Mexican the oh, vine. Oh, okay. the, flame, the flame vine. So mainly in the fall. It's one of those colors. You either love it or you hate it. Yeah. And um, I know a lot of Aggies that hate it. I, I know a lot of Longhorns that do love it. <laughs> there you I, go. I, I'm, I'm supporting my team right now <laughs> with yeah. my shirt. Yeah, that's Well, right. the butterflies love it. Too. Oh, it's true. Oh, yeah. 70, 35, huh? What? 35 to 70? What were we talking about? Yesterday's game. Oh, I, I wasn't paying attention. Oh, okay. Texas Tech. Who was loving I hope it wasn't the Aggies. No. The Aggies oh, did we beat paid. somebody? It was Tech. Uh, did we beat? Did we win? Tech, yeah. 30, 70 to 35. Okay. Right. Arkansas somebody, You didn't say who Aggies, won. You just so. said what the score was. Oh, okay. So, uh, <laughs> we, could, we could have been on the losing end of that. I'll double check my, 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 my numbers on that. Cherry, the Ar- Arkansas beats the Aggies. 
Oh, so that's sad. Yeah, they, Texas beat, they beat Texas, too. <laughs> right. uh, Kevin also mentions that shade trees planted now are able to develop a root system before having to face the summer heat next year. Uh, so the roots uh, grow all winter long. Yeah, yeah. Even though you may not, may or may not have leaves, depending on what kind of tree. Yeah, that's uh, I wrote, that's what I wrote in the uh, article on PlantAnswers.com about planting petunias now. Uh, that they may, they may, when the hard freeze, uh, hard freeze come, they'll lose the blooms. But uh, when the uh, uh, the foliage is still alive and the roots are keep growing. So next spring, I, they'll, they'll bloom their branches. My article out. next week, I mentioned the fact that uh, petunias, it's good to plant those in the fall. Good. But I also I also talk about uh, people will probably like the story about the development of the Laurel Bush. Oh, and yeah. Greg Grant and his team. <laughs> I, need, I need a little more warning, Calvin. No. <laughs> Well, I mean, I'll have petunias. Don't get me wrong, but <laughs> not long. Well, I did. Yeah, they won't yeah, be on yeah. sale. Mm. I did it. Uh, did in general petunias, but I also th- I thought that would be. Uh, it, it, they go to if he's mentioning Laura Bush, I better have some, better have some. Well, no, you're not going to have it. Okay, well, not yet. <laughs> okay, we planted them. It's getting close, though. We planted uh, the Laura Bush petunia seed that I got from Wild Seed. And uh, they said they were getting some more grown, so they were probably hinting at the fact that this was old seed. Mm-hmm. So uh, they planted two big flats, seedling flats, of my seed that I got. And they didn't, they, probably only 1% of the seed germinate. So that leaves us now. <laughs> we have six flats of uh, lower bush. Uh, eight to six, eight six packs per flat. Okay, I want them all. Well, yeah, and so that leaves it with uh, 24, 24 six packs. Right? That, no, that math 48. Work. There 40. we go. That math works a little better. 48. Mm-hmm. So I'm so, going to make 48 or less people happy. Yeah. So when is the uh, drop date? Probably in the market. They've already put them in. Super six pack. But oh, good. I'm having them grown in super six packs, so people have to take six wow. at a time. And what was the other one that was going to come out about the same time? There was another one that you were maybe spinach. No. Anyway, we'll we'll think of it. But in, so anyway, so, I don't know how we're going to do that. How maybe many I, is it? Two weeks, or then, or one week, or what? Yeah, uh, probably two to three weeks. Oh, well, that that's not, that'll give us something to talk about. Yeah. And then when the fist fights start over the few, <laughs> um, Trace will Trace will have to have a little a cage where he can write down the. Yeah. Well, uh, since ooh. our phones work now, people can actually yeah, call, call in, and, and uh, they can, oh, that's a good point. They could do wish lists. Yeah. They could do. Uh, <laughs> Once they show up, they can order them over the phone and then come pick them up. There you go. Four nine two one zero four nine seven three seven six zero. That sound right? Sounds right. Two one zero four nine seven three seven six zero plus because David's seminars get so full, they can call and reserve their spot for the second, the ninth, or the sixteenth. Yes. Was there one on the 25th, too? I can't no, I don't think so. I don't think so either. He's trying to make up for lost time. Okay. <laughs> fit a whole year in a, oh, okay. a small fraction. All right, we got a, a little uh, 
little more than a little less than a minute. Uh, Trace, well, you, I'll let you wrap up and get the last that's one. That's my bad yard. Um, pumpkins. My bad, pumpkins, uh, pumpkins, pumpkins, pumpkins. Yeah, yes. there you go. Everybody's leaving with pumpkins. Uh, they're all pretty much harvested at the same time. So if you procrastinate, uh, you may not get what you want because there is a huge shortage going on. Oh, okay. And we'll yeah. talk about Christmas tree shortages next week. You got some little Oh, ones? dear. You got a little pumpkin? Oh, yeah. I got some little ones. Little yeah, baby ones? Yeah, people like those. All right, we'll say goodbye for today. Thanks to Al for doing a great job getting all your calls on the air. And thanks to you for listening. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.